This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, December 8th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Peak farmland. EPA slammed over ethanol cut and shipping livestock bills get votes. Biofuel demand poses acreage squeeze. U.S. agriculture could be headed into a severe land crunch and a new food versus fuel battle because of the growing demand for soybean-based biofuels. That's the assessment of economist Dan Bossie, president of Chicago-based ag resource company. In a presentation to the American Seed Trade Association's annual meeting, Bossie said that soybean oil production could have to double by 2024 to meet the demand from renewable diesel production capacity that's planned or coming online. That in turn would require farmers to increase soybean acreage by an astounding 40 million acres, a number that would be nearly impossible to meet. Farmers harvested an estimated 86 million acres this year. If I need 40 million acres, I need to displace lots of other crops, Bossy said in an interview with AgriPulse. At most, 2 to 3 million acres could feasibly come from corn, given the market's need for 15 billion bushels of that crop each year, he said. We think we're nearing peak farmland. Now keep in mind, still unknown is how the airline industry's demand for biofuel could further increase demand for soybean oil. The Build Back Better bill pending in the Senate creates new tax incentives for sustainable aviation fuel for which soybean oil could be eligible. The Build Back Better bill would create another draw on feedstocks that would be difficult to fill, said Bossy. Now, for more on the Build Back Better bill's biofuel incentives, you can read our weekly AgriPulse newsletter. EPA offers something to both sides on ethanol. As expected, the Biden administration is slashing the ethanol mandate retroactively for 2020 while proposing to get it back on track in 2022. The reduction for 2020, reflecting lower gasoline usage, would relieve pressure on refiners to buy renewable identification numbers or rents. But in a win for corn growers and ethanol producers, EPA is simultaneously moving to deny 65 refinery waivers and proposed requiring 15 billion gallons of conventional ethanol in 2022. Retroactive cuts to 2020 blending requirements impact the entire fuel supply chain, including the farmers, producers, blenders, retailers, and responsible refiners who based business decisions on final requirements in place for some time, said Emily Score. She's president of Growth Energy. The Biden administration totally sided with crude oil refiners. University of Illinois economist Scott Irwin declared on his Twitter feed, think about that for a minute, and they really don't care what Corn Belt farmers think, just the facts. By the way, the U.S. exported about 104.7 million gallons of ethanol in October. 
the largest monthly total since March, and a 38% increase over shipments in September, that according to the Renewable Fuels Association. Exports to Canada totaled 37.3 million gallons and were again the major monthly driver for U.S. shipments. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Shipping relief measure bill set for House vote. A broad cross-section of U.S. agriculture could benefit from a bill the House is expected to approve today. The Ocean Shipping Reform Act will provide real, long-term solutions for the myriad of issues congesting U.S. ports and slowing U.S. dairy exports, said Michael Dykes, president and CEO of the International Dairy Foods Association. The bill places disciplines on ocean carriers' ability to decline export cargo when demerged can be charged, helping to get U.S. exports on the water in a more timely manner. Among the other commodities that could benefit, wine, hay, tree nuts, apples, oranges, pork, beef, poultry, and rice. Contract library bill could meet Senate objections. The House also is set to consider a bill today to create a beef cattle contract library at USDA. But the bill's future in the Senate could be tied to broader industry reform efforts. South Dakota GOP Representative Dusty Johnson's bill could create a beef industry contract library and is on the House suspension calendar for a vote today. The contract library is a relatively non-controversial part of the efforts to bring reform to beef cattle markets. But that doesn't mean the measure doesn't have its issues in the Senate. Senator Chuck Grassley, the Iowa Republican who has co-sponsored a compromise package of reforms in the Senate, told reporters yesterday he supports Johnson's bill, but, quote, it's got to be a part of a bigger movement that Nebraska Republican Deb Fisher and I are working with the United States Senate. Grassley stopped short of threatening to block the House bill from being considered to the Senate by unanimous consent, an accelerated procedure limited to non-controversial measures. He said he'd have to discuss that with Fisher and the bill's other co-sponsors. By the way, Johnson also is co-sponsoring the shipping reform bill. U.S. pledges $11 billion in global malnutrition. The Biden administration is promising to spend $11 billion over the next three years, subject to congressional appropriations, to fight global malnutrition in the U.S. and abroad. U.S. Agency for International Development Administrator Samantha Power made the announcement at the 2021 Tokyo Nutrition for Growth Summit. 
She said $3 billion will be directed toward anticipated emergency humanitarian needs. The investments, she said, build on our recent launch of the second edition of our U.S. Government Global Nutrition Coordination Plan. Powers said USDA, the State Department, U.S. aid, and other agencies will work together for the first time to implement the plan. Action from FDA sought on 2016 chemical petition. The Food and Drug Administration needs to prohibit the use of phthalate in food packaging and processing, eight groups argued in a lawsuit filed yesterday at a D.C. federal court. The groups, including the Environmental Defense Fund, Center for Science and the Public Interest, and Center for Food Safety, claim decades of studies have linked the chemicals to be serious and irreversible harm to human health. Here's today's He Said It. Despite multiple challenging dynamics affecting the RFS program in recent years, EPA remains committed to the growth of biofuels in America as a critical strategy to secure a clean, zero-carbon energy future. That EPA Administrator Michael Regan announcing the proposed biofuel blending mandates under the Renewable Fuels Standard. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, December 8th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.